I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Everyday Struggle Podcast with DJ Academics Wayno and me, Nadeska. Now, we had another big week with a ton of releases to talk about from artists like Nas, J-Rock, plus Jay-Z and Beyonce. But unfortunately, the week got off to a very somber start as we took in the news of XXXTentacion's tragic death. The 20-year-old rapper was shot and killed in his car in South Florida on Monday, June 18th after leaving a motorcycle dealership. And unfortunately, footage from the scene of the crime was circulated on social media. X's music really spoke volumes, and he was helping out a lot of kids through his music. Now they're hitting me up like, yo, what do we do? Like, we feel horrible, like, what, what do we do? And we, we take some of the things for granted. Um, me and X, we actually, we had a fight before he passed away. And that also replays in my mind, I'm like, damn. We never, you know how you fight with your friends and like, yo, we're going to make back, we're going to make up. We never really got a chance to make up. So um, that kind of plays in my mind constantly. But I will say for everybody, and I looked on social media, I've seen some people say some really negative stuff, some really mean stuff um, about X. And what I could say about him is that he was a guy who was just mentally miles ahead of everybody else. even in, when it comes to music, his artistry was miles ahead of everyone else. Yeah. I remember talking to him for the first time when he was in jail, and he was a guy who clearly had the odds stacked against him because of the past. And by the way, not here glorifying his past or anything he's ever been accused of, but he was a guy who was trying to get right. Mm-hmm. And for the last like five months of his life, he was living completely a different life than he lived even the year before. He was accepting the mistakes he made. He was apologizing to the people he wronged. And he was trying to do better. He was trying to do charities. He was trying to really even guide other artists who he saw going down a path that he went, he once went down. So it's, it, it, this is a senseless violence. Um, we don't know exactly what happened. Yeah. Um, we don't know if it's anything to do with music period, or it could be the fact he's young, He's rich, and someone saw it like, hey, let's go rob him. I remember the conversations we would have. He was like, this is home, and he never felt scared of where he was at. So to see him lose his life there is just shocking. It's sad, and I hope that justice actually gets served in this case. I don't know. I I, I think I speak for me, all of his fans, and anyone who did know him or talked to him like we're all hurt. 
Yeah. So um, my condolences go out to you because you know you lost a friend. Mm -hmm. You're not too big nor too small to appreciate a person first and foremost, yeah. and especially an artist. Like if you're an artist and now we have to lose them for everybody to say, oh, we care so much. You know, yeah. just reach out. You never know what somebody's going through. You know, it, it, this this man uh, passed away in a tragedy, yeah. and I hope that these young brothers and sisters out here could take a moment to just look at this and say, is it worth it? While we wait for more developments in the investigation, X's longtime friend Ski Mask the Slump God is planning to host a charity benefit in honor of the slain rapper. Later in the week, we decided to take a look back at Kanye's sixth album, Yeezus. The project dropped in 2013, so the five-year anniversary seemed to be the perfect time to ask the big question, did this project actually age well? Now, of course, this is easily one of the most debated project in Kanye's catalog. Uh, debuted at number one, sold 327,000 copies in the first week, et cetera, et cetera. All right, yesterday we were already arguing about this in the green room. I just want to put it out there. I'm not going to say names. Someone, <laughs> someone on this team. Not me or Ak. Said that the college dropout aged like sour milk and that Yeezus is a better album than college dropout. Just want to know that was said. But but anyway, no, Yeezus is one of the worst albums I heard, period. It was futuristic. And you know what? The, the whole thing, I remember arguing a lot of like Kanye, I call them disciples, his stands, because um, they do follow and do anything. They'll drink the Kool-Aid. But they, th I remember the defense <laughs> for that album at the time was that it's so futuristic because it's mending and blending and sounds. And it does. And it does. It does. You know what I mean? And artistic. you know what? If oh, we, we know the influence of 808s and Heartbreak mm -hmm. and you kind of, I look at that album different now because it did inspire a whole different sound. And with Yeezus, there's an attempt to blend a lot of different genres and sounds. I just got to say not because you're the first to do it means you did it well. So you it, feel like this didn't age at all. So think yeah. about when you first listen to the album versus how you feel right now. Well, well it aged well for me in, in the direction I was feeling. I felt it was trash then. Now I feel it's hot trash. Okay, so um, I want to go through the track list with you guys too, one by one. We printed it out. Wayno, you do go we first have to do that? <laughs> no, no, let's hear Wayno's overall opinion, man. But my over. All right, so look, when at the time, what was the last album we had got? It was uh, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, classic, right? And then Yeezus came after mm -hmm. that. Even the 808s, right? When when I first heard 808s, I wasn't psyched about it, and my man told me to listen to it again. And my assessment of 808s was it was the love below. Like Andre 3000's right. album, but with auto tune and different sounds and shit. I think it was like kind of the same love narrative with futuristic sounds, right? So I was kind of, by the time I, I, I said that I liked 808s and Heartbreaks, a lot of people thought I was bugging, but I felt like Ye was going in a new direction. Mm -hmm. I feel like when Yeezus came out, Kanye finessed everybody. And the reason why I feel like he finessed everybody was because when I seen New Slaves, because we could only see it on YouTube, those project when people was right. doing it's it on their phones mm -hmm. and uploading it to YouTube, and I'm listening to New Slaves, I'm like, oh shit. Now nah, he about to come with some shit. Like this is gonna be insane because New Slaves, I ain't gonna front, that's a classic Kanye record. That record, that one record by itself. This is the one where he said he had the best verse of all time, right? Yeah, but I don't think he that's he's wilding saying that. <laughs> he's very he's wilding saying that, but New Slaves is a very, 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 Is that very the only song. song on this album that you like? No, it's not the only song I like. I'm going to tell you how Kanye was. Wait, I'm not finished. Okay. I'm not finished. I feel like he finessed us 
because at that point, that's when he did the artwork with nothing in it, right? Right. At the same time, he came out with a fucking white t-shirt that was $150. After the whole shit on New Slaves, which was very confusing, but... I, I, I felt... I felt you copped it? No, hell no, I ain't copped that shit. Listen. He got some Yeezys instead. <laughs> later on. But I just felt like we was finessed by the time we got the album, because remember, even with this album coming out, when we was talking about Ye, I was like, yo... I'm looking for him to talk about some social issues, some real shit, get back to how he was talking before. And New Slaves, he kind of had that in there, right? Then when I turned this shit on and I heard on site, oh my God. Can we start man. there? So I remember yeah. hearing this. I think he performed it at Governor's Ball. Um, and I start, I know a lot of people do, they love on site. I do like a few songs on this album a lot, but this to me just personally, don't, not as a critic, is the worst Kanye song of all time, I this, feel. It's this, just, this it's just one of the painful worst songs to start. Yeah, but This was the proof I needed that Kanye was in the studio with a bunch of dick riders and yes, man. Ain't no way. <laughs> ain't no way. This, it, was, it was basically a headache in audio form. This shit was trash. And I'm going to tell you how Kanye was finessed this. I'll expound on I don't know if you were going there, but this is where I'm going with it. This is when I realized that he finessed his giving us an album that was literally... Like the bullshit, and he said it later. He like he admitted it. Well, he admitted to the test. Said, Yo, I, I I gave y'all some bullshit because I needed to gain some support, and and my support obviously comes from music because I'm a musician <clears throat> to really get in the fashion door. So he gave us bullshit, literally yes, bullshit. Yes. So he really finessed us after he gained so much trust, and you know you know everybody does that. Like if you gain trust in your audience, there's gonna be one time you mail it in, right? And, and oftentimes. You expect to be forgiven for that, but this was just pure fucking. Let's go through the track list, okay. so we're not just shitting on site. Right, right. So on site, we can agree go. that none of us like on site. We establish what we feel about. Yeah, on-site. all right. So black skinhead, meh. I skip. Yo, when I seen the track, yeah, I said I'm. When I seen I am a god, yo. But, but I'm gonna tell you, you know what? The best thing, and this is this still within this, but the best thing to come from this whole shit was the interviews that came out at that time. Cause that's when we got the houseway shit, oh, right? Yeah. That, that, but even some of those interviews, I ain't gonna mention no names, but people playing it like, this is really actually good. Like, what? Like, what the f-? right? Exactly. Somebody you know, did it. There are some people who love this album. I actually wish we had someone here yo, to like argue that yo, point. Yo, but mm. let's let's keep Ooh. going down. I am a god. I, li- I listen Things to this song. Paid. I yo, like this song. All right, yo. Honestly, yo, most of this shit is trash. I just gotta tell you the ones who uh, I do okay, fuck with. Okay, here we go. Karnak, whatever. Bound two, one. That's a great Kanye song. Okay, okay. he kind of regained himself. I, I, I actually listened to that song, thinking this has got to be an old song. Produced by the Heatmakers too. Oh yeah. Yeah, the okay. Heatmakers yeah. did that. Remember the Heatmakers, all the Dipset sound, mm. all of that. Guilt trip. I got Cuddy on it. Loved it. That's another reason I couldn't wait for a Cuddy. And, and love, we say. Yeah, love that. I don't love, love that, that at all. Guilt trip. Yeah, I love that. Skip for me. Skip. Blood on the leaves. Uh, Absolutely love that. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And what what else is there? I like hold my liquor as well. Is that I like the way Keith? he I like the way he used. Keith. I don't really like hold my liquor, but I love the way he used Keith on it. Like I love yeah, I just his like part. the darkness of yeah, the song. I like his part. It's really it's dope. Trash. <laughs> I'm not into that. Okay. okay. Uh, I think it might. I think New Slaves, and I don't think it's like one of his best songs. Like, I, I think it's cool. I think it's cool. But yeah. It's only five. My argument with this album so is wait, that... Wait, 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 You can't say there are five good songs and then say it's trash. Right. What? Five Come out on. of ten? Five out of ten is 50%. Half, half from the, the three point Are you... Five... If you said... Hold on, If Steph Curry has five out of ten... For anybody watching this right now, if, right. if a teacher gives you a test with ten questions and you get five, are you getting a B? 
You can F. You but, fail. But it's mad things you I can equate that to. No, no, no. I'm not that. You can't. Don't use that. Wait, wait, wait. If half is good, it's not trash. If eight. Yo, the rest are trash. Yo, yo, there's, there's no, uh, the, the I ones I threw in the good pile. The rest are trash. So not even. Okay, I, look. All right. I got three. All I have is three. I got new slaves. Okay. Blood on the leaves and bound two. The Stop only songs you me. like. That's the only songs I like. Out of five, what we give it? Don't even ask. No, no. That out question. of five, I give it a two point five because I like half of it. The other half is trash. That's two point five out of five. That's a trash album to me. Now, of course, our word is in scripture. I actually still have Ye fans in my Twitter mentions telling me that Yeezus is his best album to date. A pretty wild statement if you ask me. So I actually got Ak and Wayno to help me rank his entire discography from one to eight. I'm gonna run through the projects for you guys real quick just to refresh your memory. College dropout in 2004, late registration 2005, graduation 2007, 808s on Heartbreak 2008, Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy 2010, Yeezus in 2013, Life of Pablo in 2016, and of course, very recently, we got Ye. Bueno, would you like to go first? Yes, I'd like to go first. So how I rank Kanye's albums is, number one, I got late registration. Um, the reason why I got late registration number one is because it was like very musical aside from just the sampling. Um, then I got college dropout. After college dropout, I have graduation. After graduation, I got 808s and heartbreaks. After 808s and heartbreaks, I got my beautiful twisted dark fantasy number five, mm-hmm. Pablo number six, Yay number seven, and Yeezus number eight. <clears throat> Interesting. I have a feeling our bottom two picks are all gonna align, but act let's hear yours. <clears throat> well, first of all, Kanye to me has three definite classics, maybe four. Um, college dropout goes first to me. Definitely a classic. Lady registration follows up, and the same in the order of how we put them out too. Um, then third, a lot of people usually go graduation. I go with my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Whoa. It's one of my. We're tied uh, so it's, far. It's mute. In his musical catalog, I think this is this showcase probably the height of Kanye um, from evolved sounds to not just the guy who was looping samples to that was the height of his artistry to me. Um, graduation is after that. Life of Pablo, then 808s, Yay, then Yeezus. Mm. Which do, do we have the same list? No. Yeah, almost. I mean, we got Your the first same. First two changes. are different, right? Our first two are different, so and I mean, then well, I got Beautiful talk, Dark Twisted Fantasy as five. Five. Whoa. Yeah. What did you have before that? I got uh, graduation is number three, and I got eight oh eight is number four. So I think Wayno has eight oh eight higher on his list. Yeah, for me. How many classics do you think Kanye got? Three. What? And uh, it's not Dark <laughs> Fantasy is not one of them. No. Interesting. What? Not, not for me. No. So my list was very similar to Axe. College mm-hmm. dropouts easily my number one. Late registration at two. Dark Fantasy at three. I would there we go. They I would, think alike. I'm surprised. I, I feel like we're agreeing Damn, more so than ever this year. No, no, no you're not. Not at all. <laughs> your debate. I believe I had graduation up at four. There we go. We're, we're, then I would put it. It gets tricky for me around Pablo and 808s because I know that 808s had this incredible impact, but it's not necessarily one of my favorite Kanye albums to revisit. So what you got? Right now, I have Pablo over 808s. So we tied so far. We're three like, to go. We're three to go. Oh. We have the same list. Unpopular opinion, oh. and then. Yeah, cool album. Yeezus, easily. Ooh. 
Easily his worst album. Right. Okay, so me and the desk essentially got the same list. Right. And, and actually, our list isn't that much different. It's a matter of preference. If yeah, you preference yeah. and like numbering. If you have know. late registration first over like those songs might have like, there, there were some joints on both. I love late registration, yeah. I, I remember the, the feeling, that's why College Drop Out always ranks number one for me. Like, I remember the feeling when I first heard um, some of those tracks and it, it was a different vibe completely. I felt like that album lived for a while. I'm not too sure when he put out the second one. Maybe it was two years after. Well, it was right back after. It was two, 04 and then 05. Yeah. Oh, it was, and then it was 07. Back to back. But yeah. Classics. If, if we do have the track list here's. The here's... So if we're saying we has, he has three, I feel like yeah. we're going to agree college dropout, late registration, or two classics, yes? Absolutely. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so now we're debating the third and possibly fourth. I got graduation. Mm. <laughs> I love graduation. I don't a know that graduation. I would call it a, a classic, though. But I think that's a fringe classic. It's like... It, it, it was one of those where I used to say it was definitely a classic until the more it aged. And I was like, mm. Mm. I might got to really, revisit. Not, not really. But I wouldn't be mad at somebody if they did say it is. So that's why I said, that's why I say three or four. My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy is still a classic to me. Mm -hmm. um, to me, that's the best album that came out of, I believe, 2010. Yep. Which it had some stiff competition. It wasn't Good Kid. Drake's first album was, no, Good Kid Mad City was 2012. No. 2012. Well, okay. Yeah, 2012. But, but but I thought that was the best album that year. That's a classic. So that's three classics for yet. Yeah. And from okay. there, honestly, he went eight away. He went eight away before there, mm -hmm. and then we got to there. Mm -hmm. And then I ain't gonna lie, it's been nothing but downhill. Cause I so, I, I couldn't so. even. I still can't <laughs> fathom how he did Yeezus after that. All right. So look. So um, eight away. I ain't gonna lie. First listen, I was like super thrown off because like music was so like it still was like so gritty. And Kanye was like the only like shining light or something different. And 808s was so different from what he had previously done. I started to like 808s when one of my friends told me to give it like a, he's like, yo, give it a real thorough listen. And I'm a big fan of The Love Below. And it really reminded me of The Love Below just by the sounds that he was using and the tones he was using um, with his voice. I think, voice. yeah, musically it's such an important album, but I don't know, for yeah. me it's just not something that I want to go back and It's not a often. classic, like it's, it's definitely not a classic, but I, I actually liked it way more than I thought I would. The reason why I don't have like My Beautiful Dog Twisted Fantasy in there, I do like that album, but it was like, it was witnessing Kanye really, really at a, a dark space as far as like him wilding, like that, that was the first, I got to see him wildin' and I wasn't used to that. Cause remember, I mean, my opinion is a little bit different cause I, I was around him early on in his career. So it was kind of like threw me off cause I was like, who the fuck is this guy? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But um, but it feels like Yeezus is the album where he put all the wildin' into the music, which no one wanted. It, well, not no one, uh, apologies. A lot of people I, wanted it, but. Yeah, I mean, we all agreed that, we all agreed that like he finessed us because I mean, just the whole concept of Yeezus, Jesus, the Messiah, like all of those type of things, we thinking, oh, he's gonna come with some extra next shit, and it wasn't that. So, uh, and then it Jesus with is the on last site. one. All right, so Kanye has three classics. We're agreed. No, well, two, two we're agreed on. And we definite three debatable. Two definite, and 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 we were having a conversation earlier about Cole because I think when we do stack these again, Kanye is at the point where we're talking legacy, right? Right, and once we start talking legacy, I start looking through your catalog to say what's defining your career. How does that stack up, not only amongst the time it came in, the time period it came out in, but just all time. Right. And when people are thinking about how music changed, you know what I mean? I, I, some people might say he has four or five classics. Some people think 808s is a classic, just on mm. impact. Some people think everything you know I mean? Kanye does is a classic. Yeah, too. that too, which yeah. is definitely it's not true. Trash. He's <laughs> trash, I'm sorry to say. But 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Some people, they really love 808s, and they believe because it ushered in a new sound, for what it did in changing the course of music, it has classic traits right? right again i wouldn't agree because i w- i didn't love it that much yeah. but do i respect this impact absolutely right kanye does a lot of ballsy things i mean when you look at late registration um jay-z and nas hadn't reconciled and he put nas on we major mm-hmm. and this man is signed to rockefeller records at the time game is running around and like talking crazy about rockefeller and jay-z and he had game on crack music um 808s, I thought it was like a big thing for him because we it, it was something that we never thought we, we'd see. Remember, the way he kind of springed it on us was the MTV Awards. Like he just popped out and we just did uh, Love Lockdown out of nowhere. And we like, what the hell is this? Like, you know what I mean? We wasn't used to hearing Kanye in that, in that space. So I do salute him for his like, for him trying to do new things, but he really missed the mark with Yeezus. Pablo felt like it was too many opinions in a room. Interesting. I'm always curious about the critiques of that. I thought the production on it was great, but a lot yeah. of people rank that below Yeezus, which kind of blows my mind. What? Pablo. Pablo? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, those people are those people, but nah, for me, definitely not. We got some of the songs we wanted. For me with Yeezus, again, I understand it. It was just poorly executed, man. Like, I just can't rock with the sentiment that, yo, you know what, man? This was ahead of his time. And a lot of things that Kanye does, like 808s was ahead of his time, except to me it's a height. You know what I mean? I'm not in love with it. It's a height. Mm. Yeezus was, yes, ahead of his time, but it was bad. And uh, I think for Kanye, one of the things of him being a visionary is doing things first. But with me, I always said, and I said it at the time when it came out, I'm like, I get it that a lot of, like, stands and defenders like to say hey you can't understand it now but you will in the future but that wasn't one it, 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 yeah, that doesn't mean, I, you, you know what like sometimes not it makes sense but he does it enough times that he can you did it the best right i, I just don't get the whole thing of like i don't feel like jesus was ahead of his time because i feel like it really a lot of it should have had no time like honestly like i'm just being being frank like i feel like a lot of that shit really should have never came out i mean we all agreed upon like us liking around the same amount songs. of songs so when you put it as a body of work and for people to say it's a, like for people to like kind of call it ahead of its time, I'm like ahead of its time. And what if it's trash? Like, how could you be ahead of his time if it's trash? You know what I'm saying? But I felt like that was like his biggest miss of his career as far as like solo albums. Yeah. But 
And so for Pablo, you said you feel like it's too many opinions, it's all over the place. Act, what did you think? The His rapping, and we know Kanye's bars are open source, but there were some horrific lines. You're the bleached asshole line yeah, on no, Pablo I, is probably one of the worst. I do, I do have a theory, right? I believe Kanye was checked out of music himself. Like, he, you know, again, he does uh, enlist help for a lot of what he does, and there's many great minds in the room when he's coming up with stuff, but... Kanye is a studio rat, if we, we could use the term, and, and, and he, we would always look to him to be so obsessed with the music. It felt like once we got Yeezus, his passion was elsewhere. And, and what happens is that, like, yeah, you could even be the, even for Jordan at one point, like Jordan was the greatest basketball player ever, but yeah. at sometimes you are so good at something that you lose a little bit of passion because right. maybe you're not getting challenged enough there. And right. that was the, the signal to me that Kanye's passion was not truly with music anymore and music was only the thing he needed to keep putting out to make everything else where his passions were going like thrive around pablo and or yeezus my fault yeezus yeezus right. was that right, right right and i think he acknowledged i didn't think i don't think he acknowledged that oh okay yeah it was trash and he did kind of say it was trash he said it wasn't that good but i think what he internalized from that going into pablo was yeah i shouldn't go so left with it yeah. there's a middle ground for it and I think Pablo was him trying to still appease the people who were used to a different type of sound. And they expected just not him just force feeding this fashion, fashion, fashion stuff. But it still came across as, you know what, Kanye, like, you're different. Like, the stuff you're complaining about now, rapping about bleached assholes is Well, I mean. It's much different. And coming into now, uh, uh, and by the way, I do believe the life of Pablo was saved by a couple of people. One, Chance most rapper. importantly, Chance the Rapper. He killed that. I, I then see after that with um, Ye, I think what we've seen in the media and now how we're seeing the music, his the, the substance we're used to getting from Ye, it's changed. He's on some different wave. And of course, musically, I just don't feel like he's been the same ever since Yeezus. Yeezus was it. Like, Right. Well, you know what? Now, and this is a larger conversation because when we look at all of these albums that we love and in the time frame of when they drop, all of these were before Kim Kardashian. Like, said, like I mean, let's just. I'm giving you that look because I like where you're going. Yeah, like, let's like go there. All, all of this. <laughs> nah, seriously. I mean, all of these albums, when we talk about, all right, now we know dropout, late registration, graduation, you know, he still had his mom, you know. His mom passed, 808s came out when he started talking about love and heartache and all of that. You know, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, that's when we find out who Amber Rose is, all of those things, right? 2010, that's when that comes out. We don't get an album for three years. And then when we do get an album, he's in a new relationship and all of that. And Yeezus comes, right? Then Pablo comes. Then Ye comes. And when we look at the first half of his career and Life gets in the way of a lot of things, but what I loved from what I loved from Kanye was the confidence of the underdog, the braggadocious, fly dude that had consciousness about his people and about the world. Not just because Kanye never struck struck me as a person that was only about black people. Mm -hmm. He was heavily about black people, but he was about everybody else along with that. Now. Once we, st after My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, look at the first half and look at the second half. What trajectory are we on musically? I'm not going to say who that man should have with in his life and none of that. Mm -hmm. 
you know, he has his wife and his family. That's amazing. But I'm just talking about musically. It was, it was a big shift once his relationship. How marrying a super famous reality TV star affects you. And also, like, again, this frustration with fashion. It seems like while the rest of the world, especially as we're currently in the situation where we're fight, fighting all of these, like, uh, criminal justice issues, his big fight seems to be with the fashion industry, and it seems to have taken precedent over a lot of other and things. And to add to that, and my final point is... is perhaps ego in a sense where I think fans kind of lifted him up to a place where Jesus was him basically saying, I'm Jesus, when he has songs called I'm, I Am God. And he started, he, that's when we started hearing the rhetoric of I am this, I am this. And mm -hmm. it's okay to, to feel like you're as great as other great people, but he was, that's how he presented everything. I am this, so I need to be treated like that. Even, and, and, and I completely understand why the fashion industry was telling me, yo, fuck you at the time. Mm -hmm. Okay, great, you make some cool songs. Why the fuck should we give you millions of dollars to, de to design some shit when we don't even know if you could do anything correctly? Well, I remember we talked about like a lot of the best things that came from this was just the content of his interviews. Mm -hmm. um, due to my faith, I would never call anybody God but God. But I did like one thing he said when he said, why they ask me, am I a guy? Because I am one. Would you like me to make a song called I Am A Nigga? Or I Am A Gangster? I understood where he was going with that. And that's why that little silver line in the hope you have where you like, yeah, Kanye, just fucking make a song that we all could just love and you could just talk some real shit and we could all appreciate because that's what we appreciate you for. Now, I know that we're not going to get that college dropout person because he's not the same person he was in 2004. I'm not even the same person I was last week in a lot of senses. So I just really had looked at this like, yo, look where it's going. Like when you look at timeline and you look at career and you look at the, the pieces and the facets of what made them who he was, mm -hmm. look at where it's at now. Right. And I don't think we'll ever get that. It's true. Again. And I'm curious. I feel like people's lists, of course, are going to be affected depending on how much of a Kanye fan are you really? Are you like a stan, a super fan, a casual listener? I feel like your emotional, how you're connected to it matters. But look, we'll close on this. We're very curious what your list is. So Kanye's entire discography ranked. Please hit us on Twitter with your list at Everyday Shrug with two G's. If you want to hear reviews on more recent releases like J-Rock and Nas, hit up Everyday Struggle on YouTube. But I'll leave you with one final moment before I go. Drake's album Scorpio drops on June 29th, and he hasn't been feeling academics' commentary about him on the show since he failed to respond to that Pusha T diss. So he got on the phone with Act to explain why things will all make sense in about a week. Yo, get that smirk. Every time he smirk when we talk about Drake, I feel like Pusha told him some inside joke that he laughed. <laughs> That's what's happening, man. I'm laughing at his face because he starts looking around and shit. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, yeah, man. Yeah, man, good. My fault. That's good. So, wait, I forgot. Uh, I, like the, I like the intro you're doing. Go ahead. I know, you but I got, I got lost somewhere. I'm struggling Mondays. But anyway, tell us about this conversation. So, did Jay Prince lie to us? No, okay. So, let me break it down. So, I got a couple sources. As you can imagine, everybody <laughs> does. Wait, don't got sources. You did but, right, but I tell my sources. No, no, no. I can't stitch on this source. They're sending me way too too many tracks that nobody has. So, I have I have people who send me tracks, how they get it through leaks or if they're hackers. But have you know. heard the Drake track? No, I didn't hear it. Mm -hmm. But I heard about five to ten other tracks from Drake we've never heard, including reference tracks. Now, reference tracks as in... Not people referencing for Drake, but Drake referencing for another artist. Okay. Like, I heard Drake referencing for Rihanna, a song that came out, though. Yeah. And I was like, damn, Drake did that? I never knew. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which, which, it does give a little different light to people who believe that Drake 
you know so is mean? this what you meant by it'll all make sense you'll hear the songs i've been writing for other no, no 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 right. not necessarily but i i heard of that track because the person who sent me those tracks they heard heard it okay but they didn't have the song to send me and they wouldn't send me anyway hmm. but from what i heard the diss track to pusher right that's not going to come out was toned down and altered to be on uh scorpion mm-hmm. right so I reported that as a rumor because, again, I didn't hear the track myself. Now, Drake did reach out to me and he said, listen, I didn't change no track at Pusha. Like, whatever that track is, that track is. If it's not going to come out, it's not going to come out. But he said, I didn't, there's no Drake responding to Pusha Good. or Scorpion coming in. Come on, man. That's good. <laughs> Relax, man. But, 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 but he did. But, you know what I mean? It was the first time. It was such an honest conversation, though, because as a fan and... Like I got to vent to him. So you kept the same energy that you Yeah, had. yeah, because no, because he says, I've been noticing you've been going in a lot. I could imagine watching this show. Hi, Drake. And <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go in because if it was Pusha who did the same, mm-hmm. oh Pusha would be having a hard month. Okay. I would have been clowning. We couldn't talk about Daytona, okay? But it's the same thing I gotta do with Drake, even though he's my favorite artist. And by the and by the way, fans like me were disappointed that a guy that we kind of believed in him in terms of him popping that shit on records and yo none of these niggas want smoke when it comes to battling we believed you so you kind (laughs) of let us down and you know i mean uh, like what's his response to that specifically his response is that from an outsider i completely understand you feeling that that way okay but he said for him going forward this situation with pusher would have brought him to a dark place and a point of no return these are exact words and nothing would be the same no, no. Well, again, I don't know. I don't know. And, and I did tell him, I said, listen, I said, you have your reasons, clearly, but that's those are known to us. So an outsider and a fan, we are going to go in on you. I'm sorry. We're going to go in on you. And he did say, listen, that he will have answers to this whole thing when his album comes out. I don't know what that means. I don't I don't know if it's, that's a track ad pusher. I don't know if it's just a euro steps you at. Okay, maybe maybe he did. Hold on, hold on. No, no, no. Maybe he did. But but <laughs> put like this: if his album comes and we don't get no answers, we kill him again. Uh, no, I'm man. sorry. I'm yeah, sorry. He had that you today. You said he ain't put nobody else on. He gonna be like, yo, act. I ain't put nobody on. Like, <laughs> Artist, rappers. I'm fucking with you. I'm fucking with you. I'm fucking with you. Come on, man. I'm fucking with you. But but, but yeah. So uh, like so for me, I was like, even though I don't want to hear no diss track to push at this point. Yeah, I, don't. I do want to hear whatever this explanation is. I'm imagining it's some grandiose type of thing. So June what 29th, kind of explanation you know what? would suffice? We, you must have a theory after all this back and forth with him. What do you think it's gonna be? Literally, just like I've been writing all these tracks for other people. No, well, this ain't about ghostwriting no more. So what? Like, like I'm not gonna lie, and, and Wayne could chime in on this. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Drake, uh, remember that line he had when he said, "How you let the the kid that's fighting." Uh, ghost writing rumors turn you into a ghost I think at this point like yeah some people people are going to think what they want to think so some people think that yo he's using writers and some people be like yo he worked with people for certain tracks but he does a lot of shit himself so your level of credit to him I think is already like set in stone for each individual person if you don't think you're right you don't think you're right if you think he writes some of the shit you think he writes some of the shit if you think he's never used a writer that's what you think. That's so I don't think he's trying to change that perception. I, I feel else. like, and I even said to him, I, I said, yeah, I'm a little disappointed when, yeah, homie might have hit you below the belt because let's keep it real, right? The thing here 
is this exposal over the yo you're hiding a child and you're <laughs> you know what i mean love your baby mama even though she was a porn star all that type of stuff i think that's the thing that would bring him to a dark place if mm -hmm. i'm interpreting it yeah. right now what could be the explanation of that right i don't know honestly i don't know how you explain a rapper exposing you as, as a father and call you a deadbeat and you explain to the public. I'm a superstar. I wanted my kids to have some privacy. I think there's some ways around it. Yeah. Did you wish him happy Father's Day? Nah, man. I, I told him to pull up on Fortnite. So, I, I, I don't, so no, because I don't want to get into all that. With, and also, you see, like, we make, like, light jokes over here about it. Like, that's a real situation for him. I'm not going to, like, toy with him. Like, yeah, that's one. one, like, one happy one, Father's Day, Drake. You know what I mean? One thing I, never, one thing I never wanted to jump in on was the whole father's thing or whatever. Um, but what I will say is that how I view Drake is this. I think that he's, like, he's going to go down as one of the greatest artists ever, right? Mm -hmm. But as, in terms of rapping... Like, in it's, it's terms of rapping, his pen has been in, wait a second, his pen has been in question since the whole, you know, the meek shit. And I think that Drake just takes an idea and makes it a bigger idea. Because even when you heard, like, like what was it, uh, Know Yourself? Like, that's running through the six, right? When I heard the reference for it, I was like, this is dope. But he made it sound so much bigger. Now, essentially, that's taking somebody else's shit, essentially. But I just think that. Every time you hear him now, like especially after this and he didn't respond and all of that, every time you hear him now, if you do hear him say something, people are going to be like, well, who helped him with that? It's like it just opened up a door for people to always feel that. Yeah, yeah, but, but there was a time when I thought he was really bothered by it, and I think now he does. You know, I, no, I wouldn't be bothered. Listen, I wouldn't give a fuck neither. But, we, we no, no, but, 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 but again, and I said to him, and this was an interesting part of the conversation we had too, but um, like on the W Freestyle, like, he kind of owned it. I mean, we know he did an interview and people were like, what you mean you worked with him? Like, people were trying to figure out what that was. And he did a, another interview, which to me was horrible, where he said, listen, we, I collaborated. Even though y'all hearing reference tracks, I collaborated. Whatever you want to think, think. And I was like, that's bad. That's not how you respond to something that could taint your legacy. But on a Duppy Freestyle, he said, listen, he says, homie helped me with a couple of V's, but my hooks did it, my lyrics did it, my spirit did all that. So he was almost saying, fuck all that shit y'all talking yeah. about. I'm still me. Now, the conversation that me and him had and because he had, he said he said something to the effect of like I mentioned like he was that guy you get me and what I had to clarify to him was that yo all of this shit ghostwriting even the the shit versus pusher this is a legacy conversation like you're not your career ain't gonna be done like you gonna drop an album killing us with hits like you're gonna be running the charts break every streaming record right. you're gonna have Grammys all that ain't about that though but it's about it, it, it's about your legacy at this point. Where on the Mount Rushmore of hip hop you go, if you do go on it at all? Where in people's top 10, top 15, or wherever you rank at the end of end of the day? You know what does matter? Did this nigga write his shit? Damn, how he handled himself when, when, when the pressure was on, he was in a battle. Mm. These things matter. And for, for his legacy, yeah, his legacy takes a hit with him not responding. But people and the internet have a very short memory, so. Yeah, very short To memory. be seen. That's our show for the week. Thank you for tuning in to the Everyday Struggle podcast. We'll catch you here every Friday. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.